in those days and when they shut the pubs at the <laughs> pubs used to shut it too that's it we'll, still, we'll, stop, we'll stop being libelous now shall we <laughs> evening everybody and that's what Sam thinks of Suela Braverman um, you, you've really got to tell us when you're pressing that go live <laughs> button because some of us aren't paying attention when we're talking <laughs> evening everybody so Sam's gone he's got to check with his lawyer I'm coming back don't worry thank you how many G's in litigious? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I was, I was having a pack of crisps and a cup of tea handed to me, so all is well. Oh, yeah, because that, that's something that you would not want seen. That is so despicable, you'd have to turn your camera off. You then well, it's the camera and wrinkle, wrinkles it like it's a bad line. Hey, John, how are you? Hello, Wayne. First one in. Everyone say hello. It'd be great to see how many people are listening tonight. Uh, we've had a win, so hopefully numbers are up. It's usually when you know, our backs are against the wall that everybody joins us. Well, they probably think there'll be more discussion points that will fall out more when we've got beat, won't they? That's what they think, which is more entertaining. The problem is, is that we kind of tend to be at least in the same postcode when it comes to what we think. But we shouldn't talk about postcodes given uh, that, oh, hello, what's going on here? (laughs) Is Bruce in Australia? Bruce arrived in Australia. His camera was upside down for a second. He'd, Sorry, he'd I'm gone into I, uh, a bush. The cat, the cat bought a, bought a mouse in the house at five minutes to eight o'clock. So I've just got to go and catch a mouse. Evening, Andrew. Evening, Jack. Evening, well, John. Just done that for hello, you. Wayne. Yeah, she's ace like that. But Bruce, uh, yeah, anyway, the, Bruce, anyway no, the, 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 we know the, what the, you were the, doing. The mouse lives to survive another day. The cat's pissed off that I didn't let him get the mouse. And uh, the house has rec- returned. People have climbed down from furniture and stuff now, so it's all good. Got a new, got a new drill bit. Ooh. Um, how are you getting on with that leaf blower? <laughs> no, he's gone already. Why is he not answering you? What's that? I don't know. It's what that bad, blower? is it? I said, how are you getting on with the leaf blower that you bought the other the other month? No, it's a pressure washer, not a leaf blower. Same thing. £29 from Farm Foods. No, it's not. Well, I yeah. guess it could be. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Can you imagine cleaning your car with a fucking leaf blower? <laughs> Just looks really dirty. Your car's <laughs> dusty. It blows it all off, doesn't it? What's wrong with you? Hang on a second. Unenthusiastic and unsatisfied are the same thing if a leaf blower and a pressure washer are the same thing. If that's the argument, if that's the argument we're pushing. Oh, Sam's bringing what, um, WhatsApp conversations in. Dead air kills people. He's gone quiet now, hasn't he? Is everybody all right anyway? Everybody, everybody, everybody okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I've been at home for the weekend, so I'm I'm going back to London tomorrow because I went to a game um, on Saturday. To. Yeah, you're a good lad. Is your mum um, making you, made you some food to take back with you? Uh, no, she's just handed me a pack. She's done all my washing, though, and uh, got a big suitcase going back to London with me tomorrow. Andrew now says, just tuned in and we're on fucking leaf blowers. Absolutely, Andrew. Um, Standard. Yeah. Is he surprised? I don't get it, Andrew. Where are you surprised then, about that, mate? We we haven't even discussed leaf blowers before. I think we need one though. I'll show. You, I'll take a picture of the um of my back passage, and I'll put it up on Twitter. Oh, not Excuse that sort of podcast, mate. Not that. I think, you might, good, I think you might. I think you might need a good brush rather than a leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce has seen my back at the passage. same time, or. <laughs> 
back. I think we should just go. Just leave these two to it. That Tommy Whittering tonight obviously took... It was a long, difficult experience for the two of them, if that's the sort of thing they were doing afterwards. It was most pleasant, actually. Well, yeah, they got a win again. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. John Lewis has made his pilgrimage back to Grimsby for a week and I assume he's now lathered up with scraps and... Um, I don't know what Gravy. else. Gravy. Gravy. No. Are you going to the, the replay on Tuesday night, John? Sam's just trying to arrange stuff. Ryan says evening. Evening, Ryan. How are you? It must have been a bit of a weekend for coming back, didn't it? Because Pete, Pete came over from Ireland, didn't he? Of uh, of Cod Almighty uh, Corner. Um, Pete Anderson was back for the week. I see they uh, they got they got Nile Mars. They, they sponsored Nile Mars shirt, and they uh, they were presented with that yesterday. There were two or three of the uh, diarists. So uh, so yeah, and there was. Um, I think there was um, the Hurst, the Hurst's pilgrimage home, wasn't there? In in honour of Dad, which was lovely. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw that on Twitter, on social media. Yeah, yeah, that was lovely. But that was nice. That was that was really nice. I think they got a good turnout as well. I, I believe, and they got a win, so that was nice. <laughs> They've all got to come back there again on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you all Tuesday. Yeah, make sure you follow the same path and wear the same underpants and yeah, the usual. Super well, if they're here till Tuesday and they've come over from Ireland, they will have the same moment of plants. <laughs> if, if they take them all around to Sam's mum, she'll clean them for them before they go home. I, I shan't be coming on Tuesday night, lads. can say that with some certainty. Oh, that sounds disappointing. Uh, Norman says, uh, evening from Case to Mariners. Norman, apparently you're having a Remembrance Sunday fireworks at Case Is that true? Because the entire pod has been doing its best to try and get uh, Hannah's uh, young girl, Aya, back to sleep. Uh, with um, football-related nursery rhymes, uh, we had the opposite. We had the opposite effect. With the opposite effect, didn't we? It, it <laughs> escalated very quickly. She's now, out of bed and, she's now out of bed, and she's ordered a Chinese, so it's no yeah. anytime soon. <laughs> she's down the white art. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's just put the strictly results show on. Yeah, bad luck. Because she's walking around now, effing and blinding football songs, <laughs> and it's all our fault. I thought those were quite good ones, to be fair. Yeah, very good. I liked uh, I liked Mike's uh, clap clap sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Jake says uh, salutations from Lee's. Nice to see you, Jake. Hope you're well. I'm so uh, sorry, Jake. Glenn returned. Says Simon. Is that a? Re- Does that mean he well, wants to try to get us back onto football chat? No, let's not do that. We beat Morgan. There we go. Now I can talk about leaf blowers and pressure washers in perpetuity. Congratulations, everyone. I, I Maybe we should start the, doing that. Uh, oh yeah, you already just got back. Hang on, I'm gonna find the, that tweet. The traffic was a what? killer, wasn't it? No, I, buses weren't was, running uh, again, were they? One of Maisie's football parents. Wow. It was it was uh, his 60th last week, so they all went to the Wellow in the afternoon, and I I got a lift down off somebody else. Me and Maisie got a lift down and uh, went went in there for a bit, and then uh, went to the cricket club and had a sing and a dance with Sam Simmons. Is it the local singer? He was pretty good. I think we were going to um, say Sam. Was he the guy? Yeah, was, was he... If, if I'd known Sam, if I'd known Sam was home, I would have given him an invite. Yeah, I was already engaged last night anyway. So thanks for the. Yeah, the, the, the did you get your? Possible. Did you get your? Did you get your pants back? Yeah, yeah. I've those back for months. Was that a bit awkward exchanging that in like a public place? No, no, I left, I left, no, I left them in a bag on the front doorstep. The, the gnome guarded them. I made sure. Just, I made sure I was out. I made sure I was out. <laughs> We had, swear- we had to swear the gnome to secrecy. I'm just trying to look through all of these. 
uh, if there are any decent ones. Here's here is Sam uh, Mike's version of uh, fish. Sleep. <laughs> that shows how many Mike games Mike goes to. If he thinks that's the champ. Yeah, there's two claps and then sleep. Yeah, that's what he thinks it is. Yeah. Clap, clap, sleep. You're going home in a cage to car seat. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried to hold the hold the voice note record button? What? Saying about two claps. Like, have you ever tried to hold the WhatsApp record button and clap at the same time, Sam? I'm 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 dexterous and talented, mate. So I'd be able to do it. Something, I tell you that. You picked the wrong song, then, Mike. Didn't you? To be fair, or you needed to bring in another band member or a tambourine. Sometimes think that we don't really talk about anything particular. <laughs> people, um, actually tune, people actually tune in to listen to this. I, 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 there are currently a hundred people listening. And well, that's surely start, getting done. I bet there aren't when we finish. Open wide for some soccer! And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! Double one three oh. I don't think I've ever wanted to be on a stand more than my life around there. They're going crazy. Yeah, they got fancy here with the fish flying about her. There's no tomorrow. What a magnificent piece of football! A really, really good job. You can't make this fight for that. Sod all those cup finals and quarterfinals because the real cup final happened yesterday. Welcome along to the DN35 podcast. The Mariners are victorious in their cup final against the mighty, the behethem that is Morecambe Football Club. I don't have a clue if they've got a town or a city at the end of it. Who gives a shit? But anyway, Derek Adams has gone home in a hub. We got three points for once and I'm joined by Mike, Bruce and Sam to go over it and by your very selves who listen to us live on Facebook, YouTube and on the old Twitters now known as X. Uh, and that's it. We won. Sam was there, as he likes to say, made the trip up because uh, the, you know, the prorogue of parliament is well underway or finished or whatever. Either way, nothing's getting done. Uh, so Sam's got loads of time. Um, Sam, <laughs> you are um, flapping we, and flipping about. We passed 16 acts of parliament in the last pass- in the last session saying that we don't do anything. You might not like what we do, but we do plenty. Different things. Yeah, and he does. And by the way, just as an added thing, if you do need a tent, Sam has now got a load of them. I mean, they've been used by homeless war veterans, but he's got some for a discount price. Uh, so take as many as you like. What was the game like, Sam? <laughs> well, number one, I don't. I own one tent um, oh, that's not for sale. Uh, secondly, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the game yesterday. He's actually. not even putting it back into the economy. Disgraceful. Anyway, how was the game? Uh, the game was. Re- I really enjoyed the game actually yesterday for the. First time since probably the first 25 minutes of the Crawley game in September. I actually enjoyed watching us. Um, I mean, we felt if you take the first minute out of the equation, I know we've conceded a goal, a pretty soft goal again, and we can talk about our defensive inadequacies later in the show if you like. Um, but we've 
we've been much we've had much the best side. What's Mike uh, g- giggling at? There's, there's something ch- that it's put me off. <laughs> I can't see that. That's what, what was that the one? Daniel Lyon says, I thought I saw Sam with Tommy Robinson yesterday. Was that because of that video of that kid in the Arsenal shirt yesterday? It did have a little bit of a resemblance to Sam, but I assumed he was still in Grimsby. <laughs> I'm also not an Arsenal fan. That's true. The rest of it is fine. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Carry on, mate. That's the bit I take on bridge that's with. The, that's the only association in that entire thing that he has a massive problem with. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, so we take the first minute out of it. We've been much the better side. I mean, frankly, we've played them off the park in terms of on the ball. Um, we've created loads of chances. We've forced the keeper into some good into some saves other than the goals. We've 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 put. We've had a few headers just wide. Uh, we were very unfortunate, I thought, to be going in behind at half time. And then we come out at the start of the second half and just really sort of put our foots on their throats. Um, got one, got two, got three very, very quickly. And Raquel Pike nearly scored again. And it's properly like real high energy, high pressing. I mean, bring the ball back high, back high up the pitch. I mean, I'm sure you'll come at me kind of saying that if only Hurst had done that, we might, we might not be talking about the post-Hurst era now. Um, and then they get a goal back quite near the end. I'm thinking, uh, oh, is this the kind of old defensive and mental frailty is going to kind of reassert themselves? Because even though you could see the lads' confidence had grown quite substantially throughout the game, it's still pretty superficial, certainly still pretty fragile. Um, but no, we held on pretty resolutely. I mean, there were a couple of last ditch blocks in there, one from Harvey Rogers in particular. Um, there's a there were a couple of things I didn't like about the defending in particular, but I was really encouraged by Anthony Glennon's performance, who I've been very critical of this season, I think it's fair to say. Um, not that we'd like to disagree about fullbacks on this podcast at all, but um, he, he, him going forward, he was a kind of different level to Danny Amos, who won't have enjoyed that performance yesterday at all. I thought Green made a difference. Um, kind of that, that sort of warrior, never say die, won a load of ball in the air. Both of them will stay in for next week. I think will stay in for next week, provided Glenn's not injured, because he did go off with about five minutes to go, what I think was cramp. But no, altogether way, way more positive. And they were third in the form table and they were pretty ordinary, if you ask me. Um, just goes to show how good you don't actually have to be in this league to really compete, which kind of lays bare the kind of how poor we've been in recent weeks to end up where we actually are at the moment. They won their last seven in eight or something silly like that. Or I read that wrong. They were third in the form table. I'm not sure about the seven and eight, but they were, yeah, they were, they were third, and we were twenty third. And um, I think that was all games. So that'd include like FA Cup, Tim Pot, and whatever. Uh, uh, but yeah, they only count if you want. They only count if you want to use the three and twenty one to justify sacking Hurst. Um, Let's go through a couple of. Yeah, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I, I finished what I was saying, Matt, um, Alex. <laughs> Okay then, so let's have a quick go through these and we'll go to Bruce. Um, um, so Taylor Blee says, I thought it was a repeat of the first 30 minutes, but I thought the first half it may have been a game where things weren't going to go our way, especially the referee who he says was terrible. I didn't really notice him. Uh, second half was a kick up the arse. 
Uh, Luke O'Hara says, generally the best we've played footballing wise I've seen for years, literally years. I'd like to see how we get on with Sean and Ben uh, the next couple of games, probably against the majority. Taylor then adds, I thought it was a foul for the first goal, but watching the replay, it's their player. So good result. Think confidence will be key. Three points will be great. Nolan says, my main takeaway was that we were effective and ruthless when we were playing our games. Um, Bruce, what were your um, overall thoughts on the on the performance and, uh, you know, sitting under a starlit evening night uh, at Blunder Park watching town win can't be a bad thing. Watching football can be fun and entertaining. It was um, everything that you want of a game, really. It was, I mean, obviously, apart from the first minute, I mean, that was, he went for a header that he obviously couldn't get a decent header on. Um, and we just, you know, the, the runner from midfield is what we were we were talking about. I was tweeting about old, twi- you know, old John Cunnington going through the middle and stuff. Something that we don't off the ball that we don't we don't do a great deal, uh, or we haven't done recently. Um, but after that, I thought like I thought what Sam said was pretty spot on. That the first half we were we were really unlucky to go in a goal down at half time. And we said we said at half time that they got clapped, you know, they got clapped off. Um, given the situation, if they'd have played poorly, I think the fans would have let them know. And we just said at half time, we just said if they if they keep playing like that, we're not going to lose this game. And we didn't, despite another sloppy goal to make it three two when the game was absolutely we were, we were cruising at three uh, one. You know, they 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 weren't doing anything, and obviously we gave them a shout which. As you said, harps back to defensive issues that we've clearly got at the moment. You know, that's whatever I said last week. We can add another game to that without a clean sheet. Is that fourteen or something now in a row? Um, I think I said thirteen last week. So, but it was it was great to watch. It was enjoyable, and the fans, the atmosphere was the best it's been. What Sam this this season, or certainly for three months November yeah three months you know it, it was it was a lot it was a lot better the, the players gave the fans and I know the fans should the fans should at the start of the game any game be supporting the team and be up for it but right from the off they gave us something to get behind today and I, I know, I know performance wise not not the goal but it was I don't know about you Sam but I thought it was a much better atmosphere as well it wasn't half as flat as it had been there was a bit of a vibe going um it's a bit of a chicken and egg with that a little bit because I think we played with more intensity, more energy, um, with more forward thinking, and that kind of permeates into the into the stands a little bit. So I think it's a bit of a two way thing. I can't remember and all the home games I attended last season happened to the ones where we played poorly. I didn't come to the Luton Cup game, for example. Um, I can't remember. Obviously, I can't remember the atmosphere or the kind of vibe in the club has been as it wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but it was still it was much yeah. better than it has been. Um, what I would say about the kind of the first half performance is interesting that their manager felt the need to make two substitutions at half time because I went to half time said to my dad I said well that's we were murdering them down there down their right hand side our left and I said well we've not capitalised on that and now at half time they'll shore that up whatever he did whatever those changes were did not did not help at all did they and we just got better but we 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 scored proper got you know we we've talked or I've talked and you know we've all sort of been in agreement that we don't create goals a lot of our goals this season have been ice or thunder you know blasters or they've you know we're not creating but you look at the 
We scored um, tappings yesterday, didn't we? Which we've not well, scored all season. We created, we scored tappings because we created tappings. You know, the the Danny Rose. All right, the keepers dropped a clanger and he's in the right place and that's great for him. He's, you know, he played really well yesterday. He was in my top three um, performance wise and those around me. Um, but then the second, you know, the, other, the other two goals, um, they were just crafted, crafted goals. Um, and it, well, was, we had that. it was just, we created something. We had those conversations at, uh, at the very start of the season before um, there was much pressure on us. But I think me and you, Bruce, were having this conversation where, we After didn't Bradford. think the goals, yeah, the goals we were scoring were all, yeah, thunderblap, thunder, thunder twats. They were amazing goals. They were all incredible, but they weren't ones that had been worked or, you know, the one, the, the one that was put, the, the set piece one, the second was beautiful. If that's how they planned it on the training ground, incredible. If not, incredibly quickly thought out and, and well put through. And then the third one from, from, was was just perfect. It was, you know, they're the sort of goals I would expect the majority of our games to be scoring, you know, just box standard, into the box, first to react, get for there first, put your foot into it. Were you trying to turn your mic or unmute then, Sam, and you turned your camera off? No, <laughs> too no. excited. No, I wasn't. I was um, checking I was I was checking something else. No, I didn't want to try to unmute. I I know we I know we just the, the the yeah the second goal was so obviously that put us in front, but like you said, um I looked across to the bench when we scored that, and, uh, and uh, all right, you don't know whether it's uh, something they've planned, but it, it looked planned. You know that we that we switched the we switched where you know we had the free kick on the right, but we switched the delivery to the left, and then all of a sudden you're pinging it to the back stick. The players, you, you could see by the way the players celebrated. I, I think that they worked on that. The, that was that was a, a that was a that was a that was a plan, and it was a plan that had come off judging by the celebrations, and and it. It was a really nice goal, you know. Like you say, good ball across. Glennon switches it to Danny Rose, and 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 you've got that runner off the ball that I talked about. You know that he's coming into the box. No one's gone with him, and he's got a tap in. And, yeah, Danny uh, Rose has done the, the Luke Waterfall trick, hasn't he, of peeling off at the, and heading it back across goal. And that's what Glennon gives you, isn't it? The kind of the much, much, much better on the on the ball set piece delivery than Danny Amos. Bless him, is ever going to give you. Danny Rose, um, Danny Rose is for somebody who's not six foot five. Danny Rose must time his jumps really well because I would say that Danny Rose, must, Danny Rose, Danny Rose, he, yeah, he's a relative of Don Don Vose. Um, he um, he must time his jumps really well because he he must win at least at least half of the physical half of the battles with centre halves and. I, even Ryan Taylor didn't. I, I think he wins more than Ryan Taylor did up there. Um, and and a lot of the time, as we've said, we've gone over and over this season. There's been no one anywhere near him. He's winning it, winning a flick on, and and there's no one getting it. But Raquel and, and Raquel and Otis went went next to him yesterday and winning. We were winning lot, the we, we were a lot, we were a lot closer together yesterday, which is something else that we've cried out for. They just looked. I'll be interested to see. You know, we go again on Tuesday. Be interested to see how that goes. Um, but the signs, if you were in the stands as a potential manager or you were watching the highlights as a potential manager, you would think that there was plenty there to work with. Whereas if you'd have watched us for the last six, eight, ten games, you would think, bloody hell, this lot haven't got a chance. And where, where did that performance come from? Now they've got to do it again. One-off's, not, one-off's brilliant. It gives us something to talk about on a Sunday night. We've all got smiles on our faces, but they've got to keep doing it now. 
I want to come to Mike in a sec, but before I do that, I just want to go through the the comments because they're piling up. Um, Daniel Lyons says, uh, "Thank uh, think attacking wise was probably the best we've played this season. However, defensively we look poor and quite nervous. Nice to see a keeper actually coming out and catching things. I thought how." Um, Cartwright had a great game yesterday. Andrew Niles says, like the movement from Khan and Pike, making space for Glennon and Malarkey and Andrews. Uh, ben Hill says, Rico Pike pulled their back four all over the place. He was very effective on the right and got much closer to Rose. I'm not sure why Mark came over for the first goal when Glennon was two yards away. That's quite ill, quite, you know, quite early on, Ben. You know, try and get the, the your centre-back just, you know, I've got a chance to get the ball, you know, get ahead on the ball, but, you know. It was just, that was just what pulled it out. Daniel Lewis says, Davis said in his interview, they've taken the handbrake off Glenn and the Malarkey and what I, and what a difference it made. Hurst always wanted his uh, left, left uh, fullbacks to sit. Uh, I also think that's maybe what holds Mishi back. Um, maybe. Uh, Jake Powell says, in Rose, do we have the striker uh, we think we need? It seems to get good service into this uh, to him. He's capable of 15 or 20. I, I, I saw a stat somewhere earlier saying people had, you know, we are, Striking attacking strike force has got 19 goals already this season. I don't know if anybody wants to check. Mike, what did you make of the game yesterday? Yeah, it's uh, it makes a change to actually really enjoy a game um, on on many aspects. Just just the performance, but also the the attacking intent and uh, and the and, and what we're trying to do. Um, I think it's clear that in the two weeks Ben and Sean have had now obviously this is one game and it does not make a you know make a summer but they've obviously trying to get some messages across which which appear to 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 come to fruition yesterday um you know we we've said for weeks that we we've not really known what we're trying to do and if and even how we're trying to do it um but yesterday there was a clear plan we played with some intent we played with some tempo uh, and we played with um some confidence and it was really refreshing to see us not too worried about what goes on behind us and more worried about what we're going to create further up the pitch. And I think in turn, what you then saw is some of the players feel a little bit um, unshackled um, or, or, or the, or the sort of weight taken off them. They're free to sort of go and express themselves further forward. And I think um, Anthony Glennon, who Sam spoke about, I think that's a prime example. I think some of these players, if you play them in a team that's, wanting to get up the pitch, wanting to score goals and create chances and dominate a game of football, then I think they come into their own. I think some of them, if you're playing a, a more back foot, um, cautious way, I don't think they're the right players. So I think we played we played to, to the strengths of our team um, and I really enjoyed the game. I, I, I also, again, caveat it with it's one game, but I, I think it, 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 it relieves me some, somewhat that when we've said for the last few weeks that we think this team are better than where they where they are if they have a different voice a different message or a different way of playing um it's quite refreshing to actually see that that looks to be the case um so well done to Sean and Ben firstly i think you know it's not easy coming in uh, taking over from a manager's left and they they've picked the team up that that win will do all sorts of things for their confidence so hopefully we can see that um that return, I think, throughout the ninety minutes, we saw the team grow in confidence, even if the the back four was still a little bit shaky. Um, so, so yeah, it was great to watch. Um, and roll on, roll on Tuesday and next Saturday. Lovely stuff. I, I, I mean, I don't. There's nothing much I would like to add to it. I was just really pleased. It was just, it'd been, I'd been waiting a month for the team to sort of put in a performance that was worthy of what we think they're capable of. And I was expecting it as far back as Barrow, maybe a little bit earlier. 
when the pressure was starting to mount on Hurst and then when it was getting to a point where, look, you guys, you need to put a shift in, I wasn't seeing that sort of level where the tempo's high, it was aggressive, it was assertive, we were dictating the pace. Uh, I was expecting to see it against, you know, semi-pro slough. I didn't see it. Uh, and it was, a, you know, you, uh, Mike, someone came back to me and said, oh, one swallow doesn't make a summer. But in a, in a dead body, a pulse is a pretty useful thing to have. So um, I'm, that's that's what I would retort with. You, you know, there is, there is at least life signs within the patient. So um, we can all feel a little bit happier. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I get that, you know, I'm not going to get carried away, but I mean, on the back of a bad couple of weeks, you, 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 we were talking last week about, we need to see something, you know, and we saw something. Now that doesn't mean that's how we're going to play every game. Doesn't mean mean anything really other than three points but it shows that with a different a different set of ideas which which Ben and Sean seem to be hinting at in their interviews that they're trying to get different things across them um Sean in particular was saying about how he's more concerned about how we play than how the opposition play which I thought was quite an interesting comment it, that seems to be working so if and when a new manager if and when when a new manager comes in it gives me confidence that these players can respond to a different message and can respond to a different a different way of playing. So it doesn't doesn't make a summer, but it but it gives you a little bit of hope, as you say. And um, can I just uh, temper it? Sorry. sorry, I was gonna agree with you, Sam. You can let so I was I don't know if Sam was saying saying it as a point that he was making or just saying, oh, we can have a discussion that if Hurst had put that team out to play in that sort of way and that performance against Colchester, against um whoever, I'm trying to say South End, but it's not a South End, is it? Who did we Accrington. Accrington. Accrington, yeah. If we'd have had that level of performance and we still hadn't won, I think he would still be here because I think fans would have been more capable. So look, we created, we had what, 10 shots on target yesterday? We're creating chances. Their keeper pulled off a decent save as well at one point, if I remember rightly. You know, we're creating those opportunities. It's just not going in. And when he would say that in an interview, you could have gone, yeah, do you know what? It makes sense. We are trying and we are getting the ball in. If it's either we need a guy to hit a purple vein of form or we just need, you know, that little bit of a, you know, look for it to go in, then I think he would have still been here, but I don't know. I don't know if that's what your point you were trying to make, Sam, but if it is, I agree with you. I um, I think what's interesting as well is they appear to have, um, like you say, just a little bit from what you said about Hurst and the performances, we seem to keep churning the same thing out game after game. And he, he couldn't see what was wrong and he couldn't, he, he didn't know why it was going wrong in the end. And he, and, and, he, and he struggled to fix it. And it seemed like he just ran out of ideas. Our set pieces have been appalling this season. And yesterday, we, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you could see in France, but we, were, we, were, we took a few short corners. We had, we had a player out there to pull other players away. We were doing, you know, if that free kick was something which, like I say, I suspect it was, we did something a bit different. It's just little things, but they they're seeing what we're seeing that we're doing and, and it seemed like Paul had in the end he'd lost couldn't see the wood know, through the trees he, 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 he didn't know how to fix it and we were just putting in the same performance game after game after game and in two games they've got a performance like that out of us and I don't think if he'd have been here I don't have any confidence that we would have been any different to what we were at, at two weeks ago three weeks ago I think they I think they've changed some things and we looked, we looked a different side, but the proof is in tomorrow, oh sorry, Tuesday. And then, you know, we've got two more than winnable games in the next 
you know, the next two league games, you couldn't they ask are the bottom two, two. They are the bottom you two, ask the next two. You couldn't ask for two better better games. I mean, Forest Green are appalling. And I think, you know, it sounds like there's quite a few, for whatever reason, there's quite a few going for, um, you know, the, a day out down there. Um, and the atmosphere will be shit that, you know, the home fans, there's none of them anyway. I just, I just. Oh, think I thought, a, Bruce, I thought you were going to have a go. I thought you were starting your war again against the Southern Mariners then when you were saying the atmosphere is going to be shit. No, we'll be no. There'll be more. There'll be more of us than them. There'll be more of us than them. Them, Alex. It'll be great fun. Oh, I'd love I've, to see Dale Vince. I'd love to see Del Vince and he can his bloody ideas that he tries to shove down everybody's throats. Get him out of the league and his team and back in the village bloody leagues. They lost three 0 at Tranmere yesterday, so they're there. But my instinct, my inherent pessimism, just kicks in and says, "Well, they'll be wanting a reaction next week, then, won't they?" Um. The one thing I would caveat it with is that we can't keep conceding two and three goals a game and expect to get many points. Um, it's been very optimistic. Normally, it's the other way around. This I'm the, the other guy's being pessimistic. Now I'm the one kind of um, saying it's not that bad. But in this case, I thought in the first half in particular, our centre-halves were all over the place. Rogers and Marr weren't talking to each other. I mean, there are a couple of occasions where Marr just kind of watched the ball sail over his head. Um, so it, And he seemed... In, fireproof from criticism in recent weeks. I honestly think that's confidence because, again, I go back to that. The, the Bradford game seems like a kind of weird reference point, but I remember after the, the Bradford game, we were all waxing lyrical about how solid we looked and how difficult to break down we were. So that's kind of what gives me a bit of confidence going forward, that we can now see that we can attack well. We've got strikers who can score goals and get in the right places. And I know from at the start of the season, we've got sort of the requisite level of defensive solidity that if you can sort of amalgamate those two aspects of our play then there's a there's a serious League 2 side there with, with probably a couple of decent January signings in there as well which is why it was so frustrating I think that Hurst couldn't get more out of these lads because there's obviously there's a it just needs kind of someone to throw it all together and get and, and kind of come up with a system that, that will make it amalgamate those two aspects that I've talked about but um but, yeah. If, no, I was just going to say if, if if we can get the centre backs working and clicking again, then we look like we've got a spine. A spine because I don't think Green's going to be coming out of the team anytime soon. He he was that you could see in the way that we played yesterday. He was he was the driving force a lot of the time with the intensity. I thought Hollahan had a really good game yesterday, and I think when he plays well, we play well, and we need to get Gav. You know, we need to get get him get him playing every week, but. If you've got, you know, you've got Danny Rose up front, who's who's playing well in amongst what has been, you know, a not great performances. You've got Green in midfield. I think Touchwood, Cartwright has done very little wrong since he's come back into the side. And I thought yesterday was, like Alex said, was his best performance. If we can get one of the centre backs or both those centre backs playing well, then suddenly we've got a spine, and 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 we've been, we've we, we've perhaps had Danny Rose, and that's been it. If we, we suddenly look like we're not far from that if we can keep that consistency and we can get those defenders. But surely, surely their confidence is going to, you know, probably they've probably been playing badly because the rest of the team's been playing badly. And you don't just defend as a back two, three, four, do you? You, you defend as a team. And we've probably been doing that. You know, the ball's been coming back to us a lot quicker than it should have been. And we've been pressured and we've been making mistakes. And the, the keeper behind them was making mistakes. So, Hopefully we can maybe get a spine in place, and all of a sudden, like you say, Sam, we'll look a whole much better outfit 
on a regular basis rather than just on that one game. Camo Conte back at confident and fit and playing properly gets in the side as well quite quite comfortably because his confidence has been on the floor and I think it will do him some did some good to come out of the team and probably not play again. Might play on Tuesday night but not play again next week. But yeah, because he's part of that Mike, side you had a point. working. Um, yeah, I mean, firstly, just just on what, what you two are talking about there, I think confidence breeds confidence. So I think an element of it is, um, you know, is if performances carry on, you could see yesterday that the, the confidence was coming back into the team somewhat and the defence was getting better as the game went on. Um, so I think that's an element. One thing I would say is we have talked in recent weeks about, um, you know, soft underbellies and, and things like that. And I, I just think the, the team probably need a little bit of credit for yesterday. They went down within 90 seconds. You know, it's very easy to think, oh, that's it. Same old, same old. Um, it'd be very, very easy to fall back into that mindset. And they they came back, they had a good performance and they won a game. So I think uh, a little bit of um, a, a little bit of credit for that. Um, and I think some of the players that, that have received some criticism or not been particularly good this year have, have shown that, you know, just because players have bad form or bad games doesn't doesn't then you should be writing them off. So I'm talking about Green, Pike and Glennon. You see, there were three players that have come in for criticism this year, but I think showed that they're more than good enough at this level uh, in the right team, playing the right way. Uh, and the final thing I would say is I can't remember much, for want of a better phrase, tippy-tappy football yesterday. You know, it was good, entertaining game of football, but it, but it you know, it wasn't free-flowing, you know, getting it down, you know, a lot of it was in the channels and a lot of it was was decent, direct balls to Rose. And the reason I mention that is because, as I've said before, I don't necessarily think um, attractive football always has to be free-flowing attacking, um, free-flowing passing football. You know, so we enjoyed yesterday and I think that was because we were getting the ball forward with an intent um, and trying to dominate a game, less so to do with actually how we were playing. And winning the ball high up the third goals come from us pressing high, yeah. And winning, yeah, winning that, the that, ball high up the pitch. That's that's my point. I don't I don't think you necessarily need short passing, lots lots of um, phases to to your play to um, to create an attacking game. Um, so I think that's why we all enjoyed yesterday is because of the intent we had. I think you're right with that. We 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 made comment yesterday watching the game that that we we've done that thing that we've moaned about all season, haven't we? Where we go across the back line and then we go down the wing a bit and then Afete turns back and he goes back to the centre half and then it goes across the other side and, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we just do that. We just do that so slowly and so repetitively. And I just don't remember us, like you say, doing that. We went a bit more direct and we went for them yesterday and, and it was well, yeah a lot better to watch. Just some breaking news coming in. Uh, Hannah has told us that Ayo is finally asleep and our um, our football chanting nursery rhymes has been effective eventually. Uh, so uh, if you do want a copy of those, they will be available in 15 weekly parts uh, for 1999 uh, from all good booksellers. Um, can I just play a little bit of devil's advocate? Because that's coming through on the comments. Um, one of the things was Simon Hodson says... Uh, if they're so good now, why didn't Sean and Ben point that out when they were, when it was going wrong to Hurst rather than wait for him to lose his job? And on top of that, can I also add the, you know, the old caveat as if they can perform like that yesterday, where the fuck has that been for the last month? And exactly. I, 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 do, I do think, you know, it's 
Yeah, it's a relevant point. But I also think if you're in the coaching staff, your your job is to coach and to follow the lead. I think you can advise as much as you want, but the guy that's going to make the decision and set the team up is the manager because he's ultimately responsible. So um, I don't think it's it's something that's unique to Grimsby Town is when coaching staff come in, they change a the style of play. They also have just seen a manager get the sack. Um, so that if you're if you're in a situation, I think, right, if I always do what I've always done, I'm going to get what I've always got. So they, they're in... Firstly, they're in, incentivized to change it, um, and I also I also think. Um, sorry, I was just reading the thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're incentivized to change it, and um, two seconds, two seconds. Okay. Uh, all I want to uh, say is, if you haven't looked at it already, Freddie, uh, Federico Fred DeMarco's goal for Inter Milan. He's just scored it a minute ago. It's absolutely sensational. Go have a watch of it if you've got some time to kill. Bruce, what were you going to say? I'm playing attention, uh, obviously. No, I'm just trying. I've lost my train of thought now. But um, no, it's, it's gone, mate. But we, we, I, I think he's he's right. It's just where where is where's he gone anyway? You know, he's got a better offer. Has somebody gone knocking on the door? Do you reckon? Do you think the other podcast has no, come? Sorry, through? sorry, mate. As a, sorry, as a, sorry. As a pizza, as a pizza man, come. He's not he's you. Except, he's professional. He's accepted big money offer from a Saudi from a Saudi podcast. And he's going over. I there. absolutely would move to a Saudi podcast in an instant. No, sorry, I'm, ba- I'm back now. All that virtue profession? signaling goes out the window. All that virtue signaling goes out the window. Then does it, Alex? Uh, do you want to? Do you want to know something, Sam? I once turned down an offer to 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 go work in Saudi Arabia in the last sort of two years. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Amazing. So, do we need a new manager then? Do we need a new manager then? Butler, Alex. Yeah. What's that, mate? I can see you as a butler. Could you imagine me as a butler? I'd be like, you you bringing my grapes out on a gold tray. You're peeling them for you and popping them in your mouth. You just put your tongue out. You'd be like Dell in that week when he'd won all that money before he'd lost it, wouldn't you? Sipping on your pina colada with all your with your cigar. I knew that would get you going, Stephen, because I know it was Frozenoni playing. Uh, it was not a fluke. <laughs> just, just in case, just in case anybody was worried, it was somebody who was at my door. That's that's what it was. And um, the the point I was what, going on t- twenty to nine in Sutton. I'm quite surprised you've not been murdered. Those Tory canvases work. Those Tory canvases work hard, Alex. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they've got to start now. <laughs> the point I was going on to make um, the, uh, the second part of that. Has anyone was about- seen my tent? Was about why the players stop not, making tent jokes. Was about why the players have not, um, you know, have not done it before. Well, you know, if if you're asked to play a certain style in a certain way, that's how you're going to play and, and do it. So I think uh, an element of why haven't they done it before is because they haven't been asked to play like that before. Um, so I, I think that's quite quite simple, really. So you're trying to say that if you cut grass for a living and someone locks you in the tractor shed, you, you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to get out and cut grass. No, but I'm saying if somebody tells you to use a strimmer to cut some grass and then somebody next week tells you to use a massive lawnmower, it's going to be a lot easier to cut the grass and you're going to be more oh, successful okay. next that week. Is deeply offen- that is deeply offensive to Hurst if we're basically saying his managerial capabilities compared to him telling you someone to strim a grass. I'm not having Did that. I say that, Sam? Did I say that? No. You did, so yeah. What, you said- no, I didn't. Bruce said yes, something yes, about yes. cutting grass. Right, you two. I'm sorry. What were you arguing? Are you putting him in we the timeout, Bruce? We could have a rotivator or something, couldn't we? Or, 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 or ask you to cut the grass with a plough. <laughs> As if Hurst were telling people to cut grass with plough. I'm plow. not having a man from I'm East Ravendale saying that he doesn't know the difference between a plough and a <laughs> and a lawnmower. <laughs> that's different. That's 
how did you get on in village life with that sort of opinion, Bruce? What I was make, I was trying to make a, an analogy, but it obviously didn't work. It's when you when you play football, you go out and try and execute the plans you've been given. If the plans change, you, you, the result can change, can't it? And the performance can change. That's what I'm saying. So they've obviously got a different a different set of plans and a different way of playing. So by by consequence, the result and the performance can change. I think si- I think Simon needs to enjoy yesterday as well because he was he was not happy with Hurst and now he's not happy with the players. So he'll be, be moaning about the prawn sandwiches or the uh, Scott Cheggs next. I, do you know I haven't had any of them yet because I always have to sit at the Osmond and they don't have any decent food in there. That's the penalty you pay for being a part-time supporter, Alex. Does that say Sam or Smug? I can't. It's a bit small on my phone. It says prick. Ah, <laughs> oh, it looks like it looked look like it started with an S. <laughs> Unfortunately, some of us have actual jobs to do, so we can't just gallivant up and down the country whenever some, we see fit. Some of us have jobs for the for the time being. Wait till you get a proper one, mate. Then life's going to come at you like a bitch. Yeah, when you when you know full well that you're not going to be in a job in eighteen months and there's no appraisal needed, you just do whatever you want. Ah, I'm going to get a barrow. See you all later. I don't care if I get the trots from the weather spoons. Don't go to fucking Barrow. Whatever you do, <laughs> I'm going. To, I'm going. To, I'm going to Barrow on Good Friday for my first ever visit. Can't wait. Going to Barrow. I tell you what, if you're going to Barrow, make sure you go with Auntie Pat lunch. No, go to Weatherspoons, Sam. Auntie... It's an absolute beauty. Go to Weatherspoons. I'll I'll make sure I I'll buy you a me- meal at the table. Give us your table number. Just... Give us your table number, and we'll send food. Oh, can you imagine <laughs> loads of milk, pints of milk that have been congealing on the side? Maybe like Gordon oh, the seafood platter. Can you imagine on Monday when Sam goes back to work and they're like, Sam, can you step in the office for a minute? Can you explain why why in the last year you've had 25 fact-finding missions to Grimsby with travel costs included? Sam has a decent defence. He goes, well, someone's got to be fucking doing some politicking up there because our current constituency MP isn't. Oh, by the way, if you want to go I've back, never, back, I've to... never, I've never seen her. No, me neither. Actually, no, she used to be my tutor at college, which is why I never amounted to much. Um, what did you do? Cook? What did you do? Cookery? <laughs> <laughs> so, new, new manager. Should we talk about a new manager? Like which new manager? We yeah, because Bruce maybe? really wanted to do this. Bruce was begging to talk about new manager rumours because it's nothing he loves more than talking an idle chit chat like a load of housewives on a ha- on a doorstep. Can I apologise? Can I apologise no. for something? This this week I sent a message to Bet Victor asking for the odds on Justin Cochran. So I, it might be me that's done that. You also sent someone to say. You're you're supposed to see me being the next town manager. So <laughs> I'm not sure that bears more scrutiny. Um, the the only bit of nugget of information we have is just idly came out when Hannah was chatting. So Hannah used to work at St Barnabas Charity, so used to have quite a good relationship with Lincoln City, and she's just casually told us because I was always in the impression that for some reason the Cowleys had some base of operations in Lincoln and apparently not. They've all buggered off and moved down South. So there is no, there's no link to that at all. They're not, you know, they're not Lincoln or anything much to Sam's delight, even though he don't, he is or isn't happy about them coming or may, may or not be. Uh, but um, apparently they have no base of operations up here. So if that is something you hang your hat on in terms of information, it's, it's, it's not, it's a no go apparently, but Bruce, 
how about managerial? How are you enjoying the managerial merry-go-round? Are you waiting for another couple of weeks of it, or are you wanting it done and dusted? I'm getting bored because our our owners have been typically um, professional, as I would expect, and all that anyone's going on is like what the hairdressers Nan told them. You know, it's there's no nobody's got anything concrete at all. I've not heard anything. You know, I've heard lots of people with a good source and this, that, and the other, but we're all just guessing, aren't we? And what would you put it past them that that the person that gets appointed is somebody that none of us have heard of? I don't It'll think any of us would completely left field. It I don't think any. I don't think any of us would be surprised if it wasn't Healy, it wasn't the Cowleys, you know, it wasn't whoever, and it was somebody that we'd not even you know not even nobody had mentioned so I don't I haven't seen that game yesterday though I, I don't mind if they're in charge for another couple of games but um, because you'd have to come in wouldn't you and sort of say alright I want you to do that again you know do what you did on Saturday again because it was it was half decent so I, I, I don't know how long Jason didn't seem in a rush did he when when he talked about it, um, but I mean, he doesn't come across as a panicker anyway, though, does he? I don't think he's got where he where he where he where he is through through panicking and making hasty and rash decisions. Um, and yeah, so I think uh, it could, yeah, I think I don't want it to go on, but I feel like we could be talking about this still in another in another week or so. I should just saying that to get my attention, but he put Alan Powell and. and Anytime that that's put in the comments, I will stop the entire podcast and put it up there. So yeah, Alan Powton is always the, the answer to everything. The win has released some pressure on them though. So, so to be honest, when we went one nil down yesterday so quickly, I thought, oh, this could turn ugly. They're in good form. We're in terrible form, blah, blah, blah. If we'd lost yesterday and the atmosphere had turned, then there'd have been some real pressure on the owners, I think, to actually make a decision quickly, which, which they're very clear they don't want to do. If Ben and Sean are doing a decent job, that completely takes the pressure off that process and they can just be allowed to get on with it in the background. Um, whereas if the kind of form continued to be poor, that they would be expected to get, you've got to get this done now because we're going to get in, dra- dragging ourselves into a proper relegation battle if we're not careful. But say we win the next couple of games, which is perfectly feasible, we're going to be right back up there, probably close to the playoffs in terms of points at mid-table. And that's wildly optimistic a couple of weeks ago, but that's the that's the situation you're at. Brilliant stuff. So Slough next in the FA Cup replays. Um, that looks like a wonderful banana skin. Um, are we expecting them they, to have just got over it or are we? Um, or do you expect, you know, changes? We're going to win 4-0. They've got no plastic pitch this time. Was that such a massive thing? Considering, was that a massive thing? Was that they make they, they make out like it is, don't they? Uh, you know, ben, I think the Ben Davis or Sean Pearson, whoever it was, spoke after the game. Um, you know, mentioned the pitch and that it took us an hour to get used to it. Um, so yeah, I think I don't know. Do you think we'll play? A, will we play a, a full strength team? We, we, we we've just I had a win, I guess. I, I yes. was just I was going to say we've just had a win, I guess. You, you would think that they they would probably go with fairly similar, wouldn't you? If they if they fit, you know, let's try and get some momentum going, and it's a it's a good chance to be on the back of two wins, isn't it? Going into um, Forest Green, the the Forest Green game, and if we if we play our best and Slough play their best, we win, don't we? Simple as. And, it, and it's it's quite amazing, isn't it? You get to that point where if you then beat you beat 
Slough, and then you go into Forest Green, who are, you know, with them bumped with confidence. Everyone is fit again. Everyone's running half a yard quicker. We beat them because they're, you know, towards the bottom of the form table. Do the same to Sutton, who are exactly the same. And then, you know, you're four games on a bounce. And, you know, do we end up being like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Man United and Ben and Sean have got the job? That'd be funny. Hopefully that would not mean the same been, end. By the end of November, we'd have been more games in November than we had done in August, September, and October combined. Funny how it works, isn't it? If that's actually what actually turns out, I don't think they'll do that. I think they've got a very that's symptomatic of Manchester United's kind of, and there's so much in the media about Manchester United, like a structure and like a forward planning. I don't think Jason and Andrew are deft enough to let a few results against some poor sides um, cloud that, and they will do what they think's right and think about the bigger picture. Frankly. Richard Young brings up a good case saying Issa and Khan are both on international duty so the left-hand side looks a bit bare. Otis Khan's never available anyway. Doesn't bloody matter. I know he was played yet. I know he was available yesterday and played well but we're hardly going to miss him. He's, he's never available other than when he is available. I, I, <laughs> I think what you may see on Tuesday is um, let, let's not forget there was a couple of players in that team on Saturday that went off with cramp having not played a lot of football um, and Ben Davis um mentioned it in his post-match about taking them off because the last thing you want to do is is get them out for another four, five, six weeks. So I think players like Glennon and Pike, you may see rotated. Um, but I would certainly say the core of that squad, the, the, the majority of it would probably play on Tuesday and try and keep building on it. Um, but yeah, you don't be risking players that have just gone off with cramp two days previous, especially when, you know, I, I know we like the FA Cup, but, you know, <laughs> I, I would I would, I would rather keep, keep, keep players fit for the league than than risk them for the FA Cup. So a couple of changes, um, but fairly strong still. Given we've got in the second, if we get through, we've got literally the hardest draw available in the second round of the Cup in the next round. Uh, it's, getting bit, it, it's getting a bit repetitive, this, isn't it, about last year? You know, then we, yeah. then we have Plymouth last year in the second round as well. I haven't been to Oxford's new ground yet, though, so I would, I would quite gladly take that one. No, also, I, I, who's, yeah, sorry. I'm going to go that day. There should be a decent following if we get through against Oxford because there'll be a. It's a while since we have played them in any manifestation, isn't it? Uh, who's who's been to Forest Green? What do I need to do? Because I'm worried about the parking. Take a pack up. Don't take a beach ball. Don't take a beach ball. That is very sound advice, Bruce. For anyone who doesn't well, remember that, when when we went, it must be ten years since I've been to Forest Green. Um, we there's like a road that comes in that called a cut that the grounds on your right hand side, and there's like a T joint a crossroads, and we parked on this kind of it was basically a residential street on the left hand side where there was no there might be double yellows on that now. I mean, I think it was 2014 or 2015 that we went, so I can't remember it that well to be honest with you. We approached it from the opposite direction, Sam. We came in. We came from the town centre up a up a really long, steep hill, if I remember rightly. And the ground was on the left, I think. And the housing estate you're talking about, like you say, was on the right hand side. So I think we went for a few beers before the game. Is there a decent in, 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 that that long ago? You wouldn't have been of legal drinking age, would you? I was fourteen or fifteen. Vic did a pack up that okay. afternoon. <laughs> um, but um, is there a decent pub near the ground? Because I haven't been for years. I've got no. I've got no. Um, I, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. I remember we had we had a, we had a few in the in the town centre or village centre, village green. I don't know whatever. Um, and there was a there was a half decent pub that had a few town fans in, but that was that was that was all that was all I remember really. Sam, have you come across something called Google, mate? Well, I have come across something called Google, yeah, but I've looked at it. But you want like people's he's experiences. He's been looking at tractor. He's look, been looking at farming equipment. 
Um. <laughs> You're so funny. It's it's so so original and so so imaginative. This crap you come out with every single bloody week about oh, so funny. Sam's a Tory. Did this. <laughs> It's not even that you're a Tory, it's that you work for them. That's a different level. It's a different level, Sam. That's the Sam, point. Sam, you wait, you, Sam, you, you wait. You give it a couple of years, mate. You'll be settled into your new job and then you were laughing at Alex when the budget, when the defence budgets have been cut even further. We'll be doing what's Alex going to do next. <laughs> what's Alex going to do? That'd be brilliant. Hey, yeah, when, I can could, work in... I can do? work... Does he mean that? I can just see him in the back of one of uh, Applebee's ice cream bands with, with one of them hats on, Sam. I would love an Applebee's ice cream and me, right now. And me kind of going along in my kind of nice car going, well, that, yeah, that, yeah, that'll teach you, won't it, Green? There you go, Give, giving it large all those years. I can work in N-Law. I can work in N-Law. I can work a Javelin. I'll be absolutely fine, especially with rival ice cream fans. <laughs> So um yeah. Um I'm gonna look forward to Forest Green. Someone says is it at the end of the um end of the earth? No, Daniel, it's at the end of the A46. There's only technically four roads separate Blundell Park and Forest Green's ground, which is quite interesting. Technically. The, the end of the earth is Adam's Park in Wickham if you've ever been there. That really is the end of the earth because the end of the industrial estate and it just looks upon to nothing beyond it. No, I'm looking forward to it. We've gone for the, me and my mates have gone for the uncovered the uncovered terrace. So um, we're going for the full the the, the full non league effect. Have you heard an option? Hang on, me and my mate. At no point is he gone. Alex, I do the podcast with you. Would you like to come along with me? No, nothing of that. No, he's an absolute shit house, Alex. That's why. Yeah, he didn't even want to say hello in the spoons last week. Did he not? I came, I came over and said hello to you and you just said to me, I was near the, the door you was on the way out I was near the door and you were on the way out you could not not go past me <laughs> this is incredible I didn't know to be fair Sam you did, you did say Michael be here soon and you, you picked a little little alcove in the corner and all my mates turned up yeah that was a <laughs> although in fairness oh, well, I did well, say well, to I, Bruce well, I, hello, well, hello well, at the game and he turned around and walked off I'd had a few beers I uh I actually decided that the inside of the toilet was more was more entertaining than the game at one point. But um, <laughs> Sam, you you say all your mates turned up when I when I saw you, there was some lads out with you and anti lunch, and that was it. Did you not, did you not say eventually everybody bloody turned up? What? Come the, on, how, many, how, how many more came? Hang five on, or six. Five stuff. or six. I don't mind that, John. Yeah, I'll do that. Five That's no six. problem. I'll do that for you. No problem. Is is that I when you were sat? Was that when you were sat at Slough, Sam? In the Weatherspoons. Yes. That just looked like, you know, a, a secret squirrel meeting of the Paul Earth fan club over there plotting. No, I was just getting stick from people asking my flatmate whether, it, how fun, the flat, my flatmate, how it how, how it'd been for the previous week. Cam turned up and said, how has he been? Hang on. So Norman, Doug, uh, Norman Douglas comes in with an actual co- uh, story to tell. Back in the 70s, town players weren't played in the closed season. Remember Dave Worthington working on the ice cream vans in Grimsby. That's a true story. Nigel Holmes doesn't seem to understand what podcasts are and says, stop chatting. Uh, so um, you might be disappointed with other podcasts as well, Nigel. Is that 90, uh, are we on 99 now? Problems. Have we lost, have we lost one? <laughs> a listener. <laughs> We're on 98, actually, so someone else is left with him. 
But that doesn't. Uh, he's, he's, just, he's just watching on two devices. That's all. Nigel's married someone now, saying "I do." Brilliant! Congratulations, mate. Um, maybe you two um, go to the, maybe you should go to the wedding and miss another game between you. What does that mean? Well, you missed the game last week, and Bruce missed the playoff final. And you're missing That's the entire season because please, you got... please don't mention that. McMahon's only just stopped. Yeah. The one game that Mike went to in the last five years happened to be the one that you didn't go to, Bruce. <laughs> but just, just, know, just it's, it's, it's devastating, mate. Just to just to get us back to something, Jack Coopland says, "Have we ever played Troy Deeney in a game before?" Now, is this a case where Forest Green have got to be called Troy Deeney's Forest Green? Well, in the same way, it's Wayne Rooney's Derby Camp. That's like Birmingham City or Stephen yeah, yeah. Gerrard's Aston Villa. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I yeah. I. I'd sort of forgotten he played for them, to be honest with you. I sort when you told me, I knew it, but like I hadn't registered with me. I don't know if we've ever played played against him. He was knocking around in the lower leagues for a lot, wasn't he? So I'd imagine he's probably played. We've probably played him before. Is it, is it just me, or has his career like gone off, fallen off a cliff? I mean, he went from he went from uh, Watford, where obviously he'd been for years, and he was a legend to Birmingham. Has he gone straight to? Has, he, has there been anywhere in between there and Forest Green? I think he's getting a bit of a hiatus, isn't he? It's very much a coaching move, I think, as well. To be fair, Bruce, I think it's a it's a it's a first step into the coaching. Um, he's a player coach, so I think it's just just somewhere he could go to get a coaching gig and still play a bit of football at a decent level. Well, they're saying non-league's quite a good place to start, don't they? Well, he'll find can we, out. Can soon. we make can we make Forest Green non-league jokes after we've beaten them rather than before? Otherwise, we're just tempting fate, aren't we? Didn't realise we tell jokes anyway. When they're in non-league. Jack, I can't yeah. find anything on Troy Deeney. When he played at Warsaw, I don't think we played against them. They were in League One and we were League Two. Uh, so I can't find anything on him, I'm afraid. Um, Tommy Mooney was always our nemesis, wasn't he, back in, them, back in the day? Oh, I hated him. Tommy Mooney, Steve Claridge, Adam LaFondra, John Akindy, Paul Mullen. These are all players who've scored numerous times against us there's a long list to be fair Sam anyway we have been shit for 20 years Pod Jammon's up there these days isn't he Goal score. he must scored against us five or six times now I remember Adam LaFondra he was the one I, he was the one I first remember scoring every bloody time we came up against him he has he has scored against us I don't think he's scored five or six but he has scored a couple um, are we done um, I think we're wandering and mel- we're now getting into the melancholy stage of wonder- worrying about Tommy Mooney, who I'm pretty sure has retired. The, the silence would suggest yes. Bruce went to Thanks. look like he was going to unmute, so everyone kept quiet and then didn't and just tapped his fingers on the desk. Time for bed. <laughs> it is time for bed, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. The only thing I'd like to mention before we go... We really need someone who goes to the women's games to give us a review. They smashed the opposition 6-0 today. Really great performance. We would like to know more about what's happening because I don't think they get as much coverage from the club as they need to. And I don't think we help. So if you do go to those games regularly and you'd like to give us a report, would be great to have you on the pod and give us a th- some feedback on it. Or if you're one of the players or any part of the coaching staff, feel free to come on. It'd be great to get some thoughts on it because I don't really know what else we can do to help promote it because... um Sam and Sam and Bruce are a bit busy on a Sunday to go and watch. That's where, to be fair, that that could cover the last sort of five minutes of the of the pod when we just chat shit more than normal. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think you're absolutely right. We could, we could have it. finished five minutes ago. There could have been a really interesting five-minute piece about the, the the ladies and what they've done, and uh, and we've gone. Except they're talking about me having the Paul Hurst fan club in the corner at Slam. Oh, that no, we'd have found minutes. time for that. We'd have found time yeah. for that. Mm. What's this? Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Great stuff. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. Um, there isn't much else to say. Hopefully see you all at Forest Green. Um, uh, enjoy the Slough game. I don't think we'll do anything in between. Uh, we'll have a, a couple of days off. Um, but Mike, Bruce, Sam, thank you all for having us. And uh, we shall see you all next week. Have fun. Bye. Open wide for some soccer! And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be in a stand more than my life around here. They're going crazy. Yeah, they got fair to hear the fish flying about. There's no tomorrow. What a match! This is 